Um, this morning, it's great to see your beautiful faces, and we're talking about your number one subject, finances. We have talked about victory, victory in Jesus, victory in good times, victory in bad times, victory in relationships, and today, victory in finances. Wouldn't everybody love to have this gorgeous table? No, probably not, because half of the stuff on here, even, oh, I don't want that. But th this right here is going to represent something in a minute. I'll get to it. But listen, we can live a victorious life. And uh, if anything has uh, taught us anything, even in uh, 2020, for some people, you know, maybe it was a terrible year and it was, but you can have victory in tragedy. You can have victory in, in, in bad times. And we, you know, if you want to look at that sermon, you can look at that again, victory in bad times. Because here's the thing. The victory belongs to God. And the battle is His. And we are His children. It says in John chapter 1, verse 12, But as many as received Him to them, gave you the power to become the sons and daughters of God. And so we're the sons and daughters of God, no matter what the circumstances look in the moment. So we talked about, first of all, victory in Jesus is the bottom line. If you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ raised from the dead, you will be saved. And then we talked about victory in good times when God is blessing us and we can tend to forget about him. You know, things are happening and we're like, oh, well, that's because of my beautiful talent and but it's because of God. And so then and then we talked about victory in bad times. Well, you know, when it's bad times, where are you, God? Where were you? You know, where have you been? And he's there. He's always there. And then we talked about victory in relationships. Uh, you know, husband and wife, uh, a wife or a mom and, and child and dad and child and all the different relationships. And we can have victory in relationships. How many of you guys know relationships are really hard? Anybody? I dealt with some all week, and it was fun. It was great. But you got to go into it and deal with it, and, it's, and, and God can bless you. Well, here's what we're going to talk about, if you want to turn there. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, five, verses 5 through 15. We're going to talk about victory and finances. I want you to be victorious in finance for so many reasons. In fact, I was just told as I was back in the back, um, Pastor, we need a couple more cameras because we can't get what we need. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> we will do that. Every time, this year has been a, 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 an incredible year. I've heard the word victory. And uh, so uh, I, I told you guys, hey, victory, we're going to double in missions. And as soon as we did, we were kicked out of the place that we have been for 10 years. And we had to get a more expensive place, i.e. this place. And God met, met it. He met that plus the missions. And then, you know, you know about my grandson and all those things. There, if, if anybody's been living this, I've, I've lived it to a point. Not, maybe not as hard as you have in some, but I've lived the victory in bad times. And let me tell you, it has been awesome. God has victory for you. You're not eternal after you die. Is anybody listening? When are you eternal? Right now. So get used to being eternal and, and overcoming obstacles. That's what God's teaching us. But anyway, I, I got to get into this because we got so much to do. You ready? 2 Corinthians chapter 9, 5 through 15. Okay, here we go. Verse 5. So I thought it necessary to urge the brothers to go ahead. 
to you and arrange in advance for the gift you have promised, so that it may be ready as a willing gift, not an expectation. The point is this. Whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Each one must give as he decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that having all sufficiency in all things at all times, you may abound in every good work. As it is written, he has distributed freely. He has given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. He who supplies to the sower bread for food will supply and multiply your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way to be generous in every way, which through us will produce thanksgiving to God. For the ministry of this service is not only supplying the needs of the saints, but is also overflowing in many thanksgiving to God. By their approval of this service, they will glorify God because of your submission flowing from your confession of the gospel of Christ and the generosity of your contribution for them and for all others. While they long for you and pray for you because of the surpassing grace of God upon you. Thanks be to God for his, this inexpressible gift. Amen. Let's pray. Father, Lord, I pray for those. Lord, I pray healing for those that are, that are here today that are not feeling well. And those that are online, Lord, right now that can't be here. I pray for physical healing from the top of their head to the bottom of their feet. I thank you for that physical healing. And Lord, I thank you for your inexpressible gift. It's all yours, God. We give you the glory. Glorify your name in all the earth. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. So, um, this passage is about generosity. But uh, I, I find that I have to talk about something before I talk about generosity. And I have to talk about the baseline. So, I, I'll just tell you a story like this. I was in this church as a youth pastor a long time ago, many moons ago, 20-something years ago, and I was in a, the main uh, auditorium, and I had to teach the adult class because the adult teacher was gone. So they, and then they gave me the subject. Guess what the subject was? Tithing. <laughs> I'm like, tithing? Oh, man. And so I, I, I really worked hard, man. I worked hard. And so I'm talking about tithing. And sure enough, lady raises her hand, you know, from the back of the room. She raises her hand. She goes, did you know that tithing is not in the Bible? And I said, you are correct. I said, what's in the Bible and Acts? It says they sold everything that they had. <laughs> so I said, if you want to do that, that's fine. Otherwise, I'm going to continue to talk about tithing. And so when I looked at this subject, I had to actually go to verse 5 because I thought, I've got to put the baseline in here. So verse 5, I'd got point number one. Point number one is this. Willing gift, not as an exactation. Not an, uh, it's not taking from you. It's not pulling from you. This is a willing gift. Giving to God is the first step towards financial victory. As a descendant of Abraham, you are to follow in the spiritual principle of tithing. 
In Genesis chapter 14, verse 20, and you can read the whole uh, part there, but it says, And Abraham gave a tenth of everything. Galatians chapter 3, verse 29, And if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's offspring, heirs according to the promise. Tithing started with Abraham and continues into the priesthood of Jesus. It says this, that withholding your tithes robs God of what is rightly his. Malachi 3.8. So here we go. We go to the table and it's this. Um, you see this beautiful table that I put together for you? <laughs> um, this represents um, our, let's say, our weekly uh, uh, paycheck. What, what, what is put onto the table. I want you to know that every person is God's. Did you know that? Every person represents a table. And the table is God's. And God gave this to us. Well, no, no, no. I'm really smart. I know how to do computers. and everything. God gave you the smartness to be able to do the computers at your job. God gave you everything you have. So this starts off as God's table. But, and look at that. Look at the grapes fall. Okay, I'm going to take some of these grapes. And then I know that there's 10 bread, so I'm going to take one. I know there's 10 oranges. I tried to make it simple for myself because <laughs> I'm not the smartest. Here's a, here's a tomato there, there. Oh, they said put this one last because, look, it has all the stuff on it. So hold on. There's two. I know there's 20 of these because I'm planning on eating these. So there's two of these. Here's one, here's 10 of this, this. So there's 20 of these. You guys want squash, anybody? Maybe, and look at this. Does this look familiar? Yeah, yeah okay, we'll put one of those in because there's 10 of those. And there's, there's uh, 10 of these, and here there's 20 apples. So this is the Lord's, okay? This is God's table. Here is our table. Still looks okay, huh? Well, let me put some soap in here. Uh, some of you guys, anybody want to borrow something? No. I'll wait, I'll wait. But this is this is the Lord's. So if one person gets a tenth, this goes to the Lord's table. And what did he say is at his table? Bring your to the church, to the Lord. And so when this is his table, if only one person is given tithes. This is what his table looks like, and this is what ours. But when everyone gives to the Lord, his table is big, and his table is loving. In fact, I was told to point this out. We give these out, and my uh, brothers and sisters made 700 of the invitations that are in these. There is no invitation in these new ones because we've given out 700. And, and by the way, I want, I want to, more, more than that, of course. Yeah, amen. But I want, to, I want to encourage you too on the way out. Everybody grab one of these because I, uh, I have to get some more and put in my car. I just gave it out yesterday. But uh, we give these to people that are asking, you know, for food or drink or whatever on the side. And we hand it to them and it has an invitation to accept Christ as their personal Savior. That's the thing, is that has been brought in by you guys. So if we take care of the Lord, this table, and then we take care of the Lord's table, 
He takes care of us. Here's what I want to talk about, though. That first point is, is a point that I want all of you to understand, but it really isn't the message. This whole message was about generosity of giving because Paul had skipped over that part because he figured they knew that. Every Jew, every person knew to give 10%. That's, that's non-negotiable. What he's talking about right here is the generosity because these people were making really good money. They were kind of Americans, you know, uh, uh, that were blessed and they had above what maybe a third world country did. And he was ministering to other countries and he was saying, I'm expecting to receive a gift that's going to help these people. But I need to talk to you again about just to make sure that you're ready, that you know why God uh, asked for that, for you to help, to be generous. So the first point is this one, a willing gift, not as an exaltation. Okay, tithing started with Abraham, continues into the priesthood of Jesus. Withholding your tithes robs God of what is rightly his, Malachi 3.8. Now let's, uh, before I even do that, let me say one more thing. You demonstrate the fear and reverence and trust in God when you trust Him with your finances. I told him this morning, there's a, an incredible giver in a church I was in, I won't even tell you, but I'd walked in and they were writing out, and they're very, I mean, you know, God's really blessed, and He keeps blessing them. And she's writing out a check as I walked into the service, and I'm like, hey, praise God, man, you're writing out. And she goes, hey, she says, I'm not giving to God I'm, I'm able to keep 90%. This is already his. I'm not even giving to him. This is, what he, this is how he's blessed me. When you look at it in that frame, uh, you, you are, you are going to be blessed. Now let's go to number two. Number two, cheerful giver, verse 6 and 7. The point is this. Whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Each one must give as he's decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. See, pastor, this is why I don't go to church. All y'all do is talk about giving, and I am poor as a church mouse. I mean, I can't buy the new whatever it is. I don't know. Oh, get an Apple. Look, you got an Apple Watch on. By the way, I was given that by my wife. She won it at a costume uh, contest. So when you saw her dressed up as a Santa Claus, she did that one year and won me a, a, a whatever this is, Apple Watch thing. <laughs> and But listen, God blesses us because of this. And I want to get to, because today is about victory and finance. So I want to get this principle to you because I want you to have victory too. You know, the, the victory is in giving and it's in capacity. Not capability, but capacity. So this table produced, wherever I put that basket over right here, this table <laughs> produced this much. But if this table was bigger, if it went all the way to here, it would fill this basket and overflow it. So what is the, the, the issue there? It's capacity, not capability. What have you been stretched? How far has it been stretched out? When the Lord gave me this word, and it was such a difficult word, he said, if I can get it to you, I can get it through you. And I'm like, no, 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 no. 
I want a million dollars for Christ's church, not me. Because then I have to deal with it. Well, Dad, what about me? Dad, what? Mom, you know, so if I have it, I have to deal with it. But if the church has it, then it's their problem. And then they have, and, and God said, that ain't how I work. I work in you. I work in individuals. I, I, I bless you so you can be a blessing. That's how I work. So now I'm praying, well, Lord, then bless me with a million dollars. You can spell Todd, T-O-D-D-K-I-R-K-P-A-T-R-I-C-K. Because we have to be willing to be a cheerful giver. Well, this is mine. Mine, 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 mine. This is God has given it to you so that he can expand you. The more you give, the more that he expands, the more that he can pour into you. You see, cheerful means in the Greek, hilaros, H-I-L-A-R-O-S. Cheerful, joyous, ready to act at a moment's notice. Giver is to give, giving. You see, and remember this in James chapter 1, verse 17. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights. God has blessed you. Everything that you have is a blessing from God. We need to be grateful, joyous, and ready to act at a moment's notice because I've got extra apples. Anybody want apples? Well, don't raise your hand right now. But I've got, at any moment, we're able to be grateful at any time. A cheerful giver. Number three, abounding in every good work. You heard this statement, if you want to get something, get a busy person to do it. How many of you have heard that? Do you know why? I've known a lot of busy, successful people. Because they understand that if they give and they do a, just a little bit more, yeah, you're pointing at a certain person. I see. And I've watched it in her life and in so many other people's life. The more they give, the more that's expanded and the more that they receive. Because they know if they, if, if they give and they serve. Um, in fact, I'm going to tell him it was, uh, Jacob yesterday. Um, we were at a... Uh, funeral service and it was uh, you know a few a lot of people there it was for somebody that used to be uh, even a member in our church you guys know Billy and Bob Stewart and Bob Stewart had passed away um, it's been I don't know 30 days or so and Bobby was able to come down from um, uh, Flagstaff and then all his family were there and Cornerstone was the church that they were at presently and so Cornerstone uh, allowed us to be there and then they, they let us use their area afterwards, and we had a big a bunch of food and everything. And all of a sudden, I see Jacob taking trash out. Um, and, you know, and, and, and uh, Megan's in there cleaning up stuff, and I'm like, you guys don't even go to this church. <laughs> but the, they, they had a willingness to serve and be abounding in the giving, and... That extra time as everybody's gone, and by the way, we closed the place down that we didn't even go to church at. That willingness 
to do that, the staff is like hugging us and giving us stuff and saying, man, you know, we love you guys. You, you have to be abounding, abounding in every good work. Why do I say over and over, do not grow weary in well-doing? Abounding. What, what, what is it? What's wrong with being uh, giving and, and loving to people? It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. And it blesses you. I've told this story before, but I've experienced this from homeless people that I've uh, taken care of. Um, I used to drive a bus out to Cashin and pick up uh, people, and their mom and dads were in prison, and I've, I've helped prisoners and different people. But I want to put this into uh, perspective. had this friend, Ronaldo, in school in Miami, Arizona, and I helped him on something. I helped him on stuff. And one day um, in Miami, Arizona, they decided to have a, a, a kind of a race riot, right? And the, the only issue is, is in Bullion Plaza, me and Robbie Phantom were the only white people in the school. There was two classes, and we were the only ones. So they decided to do, you know, the, like the sharks versus the uh, whatever in West Side Story. Except me, I'm just kind of the only one. And I walked home from Bullion Plaza, and 20 kids come running around the street. And they were coming after me. And they're like, there he is. That's, that's him. Go get him. And I'm like, I am dead. I mean, I, you guys, I'd like I already started the bawling and everything. Like, <laughs> and Ronaldo jumps up and goes, oh, no, no, that's Todd. He's cool. And I'm like, oh. And 20 kids went by me. And I don't know who they ever found. They probably didn't find anybody because, you know. And, but I just know I was going to be beat that day. And I thought, man, am I glad I helped him. And, and, and all I'm saying is what you give out, you get back. And, and why give out hate when you can give out love? When you can help people? And be abounding in every good work. Luke chapter 6, verse 38 says, Give, and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will, put, will be put into your lap. For with the measure you use it, it will be measured back to you. Abound in every good work. I'm thinking about this lady and guy yelling in the back saying amen. They, they come in with like eight stacks of water. And, and I'm like, where are we going to put it? Now it's already gone. And, and, but they come in all the time at weird time and bring in stuff all the time. Abounding in every good work. Just thanking God for what he's doing. And what has happened? Your territory is expanded. Is Amen. Come on. Woo. Preach it. Number four. And the last one. Multiply your seed for sowing an increase. Multiply your seed for sowing an increase. So we have the grapes and we have the bread. And sometimes, and I didn't able to get it on here. But we could have a sack of seed. And this is, this is where I'm talking about. This, this is already spoken for, okay? This is done. But in our life, there is seed that comes into us all the time, extra. We just have this seed. And sometimes we just say, well, I'm just going to eat sunflower seeds. Watch the game. 
Oh, I'm tired of it, and throw it away. And that's the waste that happens in our life. And what the Lord is saying, like I said about abounding, is you take that seed and you just begin to plant that seed. You, 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 uh, you make bags like this and, and you do things with your seed and you give it out. And you never know what's going to happen, but somehow it comes back. I think about it like this. There was, there's an organization that decided that they would do this a long time ago. And they, they made uh, boxes and put them together. And you guys know this story, but maybe some of you online, and maybe some new people don't know this story. But the reason that we're involved in this right now is Jose and Lizbeth came to our church and and he was saying, Pastor, can we do some stuff? Because we did it in, I believe it was 2020 in the pandemic. He looked out to do something and he found this. And so he told his wife about it. And she grew up in Mexico. Mexico's uh, in, in, a, in a real um, poor area. And when she uh, was a kid for Christmas, that one year they got a blanket for like, Four kids, you know, for her and her siblings. So they had a blanket. That was her Christmas present. But here, uh, one day, she was invited to go to church. And so uh, when she was invited to go to church, they had these boxes for kids. And they had a box like this. And how old were you? Six years old. They had a box. And so it said, what does this one say? Boy. So you're not a boy, but... It said girl, and they gave it to her. And she had always uh, loved to draw and do things like that. And she used to pray, you know, God, I just want, uh, you know, something to draw and that kind of thing. And they brought this box to her. They opened it up, and inside it was uh, pencils, all kinds of coloring pencils and things to color. And she's like, there's a God. And then and in her heart, she realized that God's doing something for her. Fast track to now. And we have two people that are helping us in our Spanish service that are giving to our church that bought uh, 200 of these boxes for you guys just to fill up because somebody who didn't even know, probably never even knows about it, prayed and put some pencils in a box and, and, and asked God to do this for them. And then... A church gave it and continued to instruct and love people. Isn't that awesome? And that's, that's multiplying the seed for increase. Isn't that awesome? God is good. And I, I could tell you about, you know, incredible things, but also this, it's been tough, especially since they've come here. They've been uh, uh, hit with all kinds of stuff. And I pray for them every day because everything that you can imagine has been hit. And then they keep a right spirit. And what's happened? They've increased. I know some of the rest of you guys, you've been, uh, you're, you're trying to do the right things you're giving. And you see that you're, 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 you're continually struggling and going through things. Do you know what's happening? You're being stretched. Mm -hmm. Capacity is being open. And you don't like it. By the way, I don't like it. Every time they told me today we need two cameras, I said, let's get it. And I'm like, I have no idea where we're going to get two cameras. That is good. I don't, and, and it's like, maybe I'll go out and work a couple more jobs or something, do something. But listen, God has 
the ability to stretch you. It's not your capability, it's your capacity. What am I willing to do? Oh, sorry guys, am I off? No, I'm still on, okay. And what am I willing to do to multiply your seed for sowing and increase? Sow the seed everywhere. The Holy Spirit leads you. And I, I think I did this better in the first, and I want to slow down and do this right now. The Holy Spirit talks to you. And it's not Todd, okay, or what Todd wants to do. And it's not other people. Did you know God wants to talk to you? And if you allow God to talk to you, He'll tell you where to give, how to give, how to have that increase. God will do that inside of you. And so don't, don't, don't fall, uh, you know, worried about somebody else's dreams. God has an, enough for you to speak inside of you. I remember in 2017, he said, go to India. And it was going to cost the church a lot. We gave a whole lot, but I was like, let's do it. And went there. I came back. And a guy, uh, about a, a year later, a guy comes up to me and says, hey, my pastor's looking for a church for an India service. We started the India service here in this church. Yesterday, Steph and I were preparing this, and they were here early. And we're like, hey, you guys are here early. Yeah, we're going in the neighborhood and knocking on every door and giving candy to the kids and tell them we have a church. And this, this India church pays us, helps uh, pay us and, and give to us. And they do things, incredible things. And I'm thinking that started in 2017 when we gave to India. And these guys are not even from the Calcutta area. They're from the Kerala area. But God multiplies his seed for increase. Does anybody understand what I'm saying? Thank you, Jesus. So here's what we're going to do. And uh, I think I'm getting uh, here really quick. So I hope they have everything they need to do. Verse... Um, 12 says this. Let's look at verse 12. For the ministry of this service is not only supplying the needs of the saints, but it is also overflowing in many thanksgiving to God. By their approval of their service, they will glorify God because your submission flowing from your confession of the gospel of Christ and the generosity of your contribution for them and for all others. While they long for you and pray for you because of the surpassing grace of God upon you. Thanks be to God for his inexpressible gift. So I want to encourage you this morning. Have God speak to you. Have him speak to you. What is God want me to do? I think I've told you guys this and this is what God spoke to me and I'm I'm working on, we need a permanent place. So we're working on getting money to be able to go to that permanent place. And God has blessed us with this place and we're going to use it. And we've been using it like crazy. We have a service on Saturday night. We, have a, uh, we had a service this morning at 8. We have one at 10. We're going to have one today at 536. And we will do what God tells us to do. But I need this table to get a little bit larger. So uh, that capacity 
we'll, we can hold more people and we can love more people. And we can minister to more people. We've uh, increased the amount of ministers we're sending to India. We're, we, we take care of uh, ministers. You guys know about it. A lot of you that have been at our church. We pay for the a full year tuition. Right now, I, we're up to a good group of them. And after those guys are done for, one, uh, for three years, they go into ministry full-time in the, their uh, areas in their country. In fact, maybe some are listening now. Hi. I, and I, I have some friends that listen in India. So I thank God for that. And we, we give out, like I told you guys, give this out. But I want to increase inexpressible gifts, inexpressible gifts to more people in more ways. And the only way to do that is for every one of us to pray and say, God, what do you have for me to be a part of this? You know, whatever you speak to me, God, I'm willing to do. And when you do it, this is the key. This is a whole sermon. You will have victory in your finances because your finances won't be ruling you, but you will be ruling your finances through Christ who strengthens you. And so I want to just encourage you this morning to seek God and say, God, what are you speaking to me? And as we give more, maybe there's other areas that we spend in less. But God has a plan for you. I believe in you. And I know that he will talk to you. In fact, if you're listening online or maybe you're here this morning, you say, well, how can God talk to me? I've never met him. I don't know him. Well, I got good news for you. Today's the day. It says in the Bible, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is raised from the dead, you will be saved. Once again, for you guys giving into the ministry and, and even myself, when I think about it and I look at these cameras, I'm like, oh, the cameras. I think about the hundreds and thousands of people every day that hear what I just said to you. And in 1996, I believe it was, I went into Hong Kong before it turned into China. And it was still in Britain. And then from Hong Kong, I went over into China and I passed out Bibles. And it's a whole story. You can hear it. And it was, you know, the whole thing. And, but here's what I want to tell you. I was going to China and I, was, I stuck out, man. Everybody's about this high, and I'm this high, and I'm a different color than everybody. And they're all looking at me weird anyway, you know. But I remember looking, and I say, God, I see something different. There were thousands of people walking across. And I said, I see something different. It, it's different. I've seen, you know, uh, Chinese people and everything in America. This is different. I see something. He says, you, you see people that have never even heard. He said, you're seeing people that have not even heard the gospel. And I want you to know that because of online media and because of places that got it, I, I just talking to a guy in Pakistan this week and all over the world. And I'll, I'll see the little light, uh, you know, bob up and it'll say Christ Church, but they're listening to Christ Church from someplace all over the world. And at the end, every day we say, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, 
that Jesus is raised from the dead, you will be saved. Guys, that's what it's about. And so that's what we're doing. In fact, if this is the first time for you and you've never done that, there's not really a magic prayer, but I have a prayer. I love all you guys to pray this with me. Just pray this prayer with me. Say this, Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you're raised from the dead and I will follow you all the days of my life. Amen. Praise God. You know, you did that this morning. And in fact, those that are online, if you have a chance to go get a piece of bread or, uh, and some juice, get some bread and some juice. And for you that are here, in front of you is uh, something that we put out for everybody. If, you, if it's not close to you, hopefully, you know, you can grab one. Everybody that wants one, I hope you are able to grab one. And Here's what um, we're going to do. The top of this you pull off and it exposes uh, the wafer. And Jesus on the night that he was betrayed said, this is my body that's broken for you. And I've been thinking about that. Broken, broken, broken for you. You know, Jesus was alive before he was alive. Jesus had always been with God. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. It says in John 1, 1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and all things were made by Him. So then when Genesis 1, He says, Let there be light. That was Jesus. Jesus had been doing a lot of stuff. And, 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 and He's here in this service. He was perfect as a demonstration in the first service, and He's a great as a, the second this baby right here. And here's what, here's what broken means. The almighty, omniscient, the incredible, powerful God, boom, is in the hands of people who have to hold him and who tell him when he's going to eat. And this is God. This is God's son, God in the flesh, broken for us. And sometimes you wonder, God, why am I going through what I've gone through? And what, what's happening? But he was broken for us. He's broken for us so that we can be whole. He went through the whole process. And so you can go through the process and you can be whole. Jesus, I thank you that you were broken. And I pray that we, Lord, would be whole through your brokenness. Lord, I pray in Jesus' name. Lord, for provision for people, for, for blessing, for blessing to be a blessing, that they are so blessed that they bless others. And God, I thank you for your provision. I thank you for you, Jesus. You are the bread of life. We give you praise. Everybody said, Amen. 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 And then the second part, uh, there's this temple, and you pull it up, and uh, it... Uh, exposes the juice there and um, this represents the blood of Jesus Jesus said this is my new covenant that I'm making with you this is what 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 he says is you know I was thinking about this like even in the place I was at yesterday I was in an old church used to be there and I said 
Yeah, I bled there. I literally bled there. Like the blood is in the wall. You know, I bled over, I, I climbed through something. You guys know what I'm talking about. They've had buildings, you know, you've had to fix things and stuff. And my blood is literally in it. And, and a lot of people say, this is my hard work, sweat, and blood. <laughs> but, oh, the blood of Jesus yeah. that, that washes us, cleanses us. You haven't given anything that he didn't give you. He gave you the blood. It's his blood. And he will perfect. He will perform. He will finish the work that he's begun in you. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your blood that was shed for the remission of our sins. We thank you that our sins are as far as the east is from the west. We thank you for forgiveness. We thank you for the covenant. We give you praise. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Nathaniel's coming. He's going to lead us in a, uh, a uh, final song. And listen, if you want prayer, join me in the back. But could you stand if you're able to? And I want to pray over you this morning. I want to pray that God will bless you, that you will hear God, and that he will do a, a, a mighty work in you. Father, I pray, God, for blessing for Lord, everyone here, Lord, I pray that we will hear your voice, hear what you're saying to us. You've made us a blessing to be a blessing. And God, I thank you for that. Lord, I pray for freedom, deliverance, power, and strength. And Lord, we'll give you the praise and you the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm be in the back if you want special prayer.